Good afternoon and welcome to this online meeting for meditation on the eve of the Aries new moon, which occurred, well, on the day of the Aries new moon, which occurred just over an hour ago at 5.23 p.m. GMT. So we're already enjoying each energy to the fullest. Aries is the zodiac sign that opens the annual cycle from the perspective of energy renewal and depletion, as its energy signature summarizes the descent of spirit into matter, with the subsequent animation of the latter and the emergence of the human soul precisely at this coalescing point of two great currents of life. We usually associate the expression of this process with new beginnings, whether it is the start of the preparations for the winter in the Southern Hemisphere or the awakening of nature in the Northern Hemisphere. In both cases, an air of anticipation and preparation for a period of renewed activity can be felt. This year, the new moon and the March equinox are less than 24 hours apart, as the equinox occurred yesterday at 9.24 p.m. GMT and provide a rather direct channel for the distribution not only of incoming solar currents, as is the case on every new moon, but also of extra systemic currents, as is the case on every March equinox. When one begins to realize the potential associated with the zodiac sign of Aries, it's often innov innovative, fervent, and unrestrained expression on the human level also begins to make sense. It is almost as if the current that Aries represents surpasses the expressive capability of the average individual human person, pushing them to break new ground, to expand and acquire a broader plane of activity. As such, this zodiac sign is intimately associated with the concept of innovation and with pioneers. Before we continue, let's take a moment to gather our thoughts and recite the mantra of the new group of world servers which you can see on your screens. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. It is worth pondering the nature of innovation for a moment and the reception our world usually has in store for pioneers. The simplest, most natural, 
and most common type of innovation is that which each coming generation represents for the generations preceding it. An article I came across recently entitled People Have Always Winged About Young Adults, Here's Proof, illustrated precisely this point in a rather comical fashion, presenting commentary on the youth across the ages. It began in the fourth century before Christ, with Aristotle suggesting that young people are high-minded because they have not yet been humbled by life, nor have they experienced the force of circumstances. They think they know everything and are always quite sure about it. It proceeded to reference Roman, medieval, Renaissance, Georgian, and Victorian commentary of the same nature, terminating in the early 21st century. A similar piece finished with an excerpt from a 2001 Time magazine article on millennials. They have trouble making decisions. They would rather hike in the Himalayas than climb a corporate ladder. They have few heroes, no anthems, no style to call their own. They crave, they crave entertainment, but their attention span is, a short, is as short as one zap of a TV dial. These are indicative of the disdain, arrogant dogmatism, and unjustified certainty with which the novelty represented by a new generation is usually met. There is perhaps no better era to negate, to negate such feelings than the present one, given the current state of the world, with crises sweeping across most sectors from the social to the political and from the financial to the environmental, we could all do with a bit less certainty that we know the way forward or that the way we know is indeed the right one for the present moment, <clears throat> if only to avoid stifling new ideas and new currents of thought whose value we may not be equipped to see and which may prove priceless in the future. It is a fact that beyond, beyond the above generic generational approach, most innovative ideas and most of their advocates were not welcomed, appreciated, or supported when they appeared or generally in their time. This is a point worth remembering because today's innovators are as likely to be ignored, rejected, and overall resisted as some aspects of our human nature have not improved as much as we would like to think, and our resistance to change is one of those. We could take it further and say that what has become popular is no longer innovative. Naturally, this includes, includes ideas which emerged in the previous century and may have been quite radical in their time. However, the first century of this, the first quarter of this century is almost past, and several ideological notions and practices of the 20th century are already outdated. The people least affected by such ideologies, idealisms, and practices fall into two groups. The first comprises people who never knew them because they hadn't been born yet or were too young to perceive them. 
The second comprises people who experience these ideologies, idealisms, and practices, identified their flaws, and cared enough to formulate and present something better. The latter we call pioneers. In most of our minds, there is this romantic notion of pioneers as exceptional, daring, gifting individuals whose epoch was too backward to acknowledge their worth. However, we are formulating our opinions at a safe distance from the past, which the pioneering ideas in question were threatening to change. We exist in the aftermath of the change which they were trying to bring about. I don't know how appreciative we would have been had we been their contemporaries. <laughs> Judging from the ongoing commentary on the generation now coming of age, otherwise known as Generation Z, I doubt we would have been much better than the contemporaries of Tesla or Van Gogh. We should never lose sight of the fact that all the dynamic potential of Aries energy to renovate and renew stems from its ability to affect radical change and to displace and destroy what is no longer useful to humanity's evolution. This is rather eloquently presented in the sacrifice usually accompanying redemption, salvation, or renewal in religion and in mythology but which is usually left out when considering our personal journey or the development and history of the groups we may belong to. Do we appreciate the need for change? Do we, do we appreciate the sacrifice involved? I hope that we do, because humanity's evolution depends on each and most of us being able to make the sacrifice and make this passing from the past to the future and from the limited to the more inclusive again and again. Now let's take a moment in preparation before we go into meditation using the formula strengthening the hands of the new group of world servers. Group fusion. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates 
reach and encourage them. Alignment. We recognize our place as a group within the heart center of the new group of world servers. Mentally extend the line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart center. To the Christ, the heart of love within the hierarchy. and towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known. Higher interlude. Hold the mind focused for a few moments on the planetary role of the new group of world servers mediating between hierarchy and humanity, responding to hierarchical impression and meditating the plan into existence.
meditation. Reflect on the seed thought through the impression and expression of certain great ideas, humanity must be brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals which will govern the new age. This is the major task of the group of world servers.
precipitation. Visualize the precipitation of the will to good, essential love throughout the planet. From Shambhala, through the planetary heart, the hierarchy, through the Christ, the new group of world servers, through all men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, And finally, through the hearts and minds of the whole human family. Lower interlude. Consider the many ways in which the power of the one life and the love of the one soul are working out in the world through members of the new group of world servers, so building the thought form of solution to world problems.
repulsion. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the irradiation of human consciousness with light and love and power. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center, where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you all for joining us this evening to meditate together on the Aries New Moon. Our next meeting for group meditation is going to be the Easter Festival happening on the Aries Full Moon on Wednesday, uh, April the 5th at half past six London time. And to be followed by the Taurus New Moon on Wednesday, the 19th of April. Again, thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you have a good evening and a good fortnight before we meet again. Thank you.